0: next to blood rage this is my second favorite movie starring me
1: the following podcast is presented by the super network and pop 4d it's the to tuesdays podcast a weekly show where your hosts go on the free streaming service Tubi at tubitv.com and find a film to do a commentary slash watch along for. We are the number one Tubi related podcast hosted by two Australians and one Canadian. And they are Super Marcy. What is this? The terrible Australian, B. mind. I got my bottle of red wine and my vacuum cleaner and I'm ready to go. And Professor Batch. That's a Christmas candle, though. This podcast contains coarse language. This movie looked like it was f. This escalated quickly. Adult themes.
2: You gotta press some buttons if you really wanna get that phone going.
1: And potential spoilers.
3: Spoiler alert.
1: Listener discretion is advised. If you want to watch the film along with listening to the podcast, you can find it streaming or perhaps on physical media and just start the film when we say go. And then pause anytime Tubi gives an ad and then press play once it's over to continue. For more information, please check supermarcy.com and you can show your support at patreon.com slash the super network and get exclusive video versions of this show weekly. Now onto your feature presentation.
2: G'day everyone, this is B Jabine, a.k.a. The Terrible Ozzy and welcome to episode 76 of the To Be Tuesdays podcast. And with me, as always, are my two very awesome co-hosts. First up is the one, the only, Super Marcy. Hello, Marcy, how are you?
3: Hello, hello. Good to be here. Good to be back on the To Be Tuesdays podcast. The wonderful podcast that us lovely people... Uh, have been doing for over two years because we love the free streaming service Tubi so much, and I'm glad to see there's uh, a lot of good uh, positive Tubi discourse on the Twitters these days.
2: Indeed, indeed. And uh, I'm not saying we're the reason that's happening, but I'm not going to deny it either.
3: (laughs) Mm, It's totally because of this podcast.
2: Exactly. Mm. But uh, also with us is our other very awesome co host, and he is the Canadian portion of this podcast. And that, of course, is the one, the only Professor Batch. Hello, Batch. How are
4: you? Good day. We are the number one to be related podcast hosted by two Australians and a Canadian. Mm.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Don't, never mind all those imitators, except for that one, one, that, except for that one imitator. That's pretty cool. But all the rest, forget them. This is the original the best, and the most awesome of the TV-related podcasts out there on the internet.
3: It is. It is.
4: I feel like the bizarre, the bizarre version of this show would be two Canadians and an Australian who watch movies on Plex. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be Suplex Saturdays, I reckon. That
4: would be Suplex Saturdays.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're
4: trademarking but, that. <laughs>
2: exactly, we're trademarking that. So if any other podcast out there ends up being called Suplex Saturdays, we will sue. And Lewis Lassa will do the job.
0: <laughs> You're goddamn right I will. I'll, I'll sue anybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll get straight to it. It is my turn again, once again. I mean, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'll say that again. It's man. my turn once again. Um, <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Bede. Uh, See... So you never know what you're going to get with me on this show, because you could get something good, you could get something that's not good, or you could get Hell of the Living Dead, but that's beside the point, or Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. So for this one, though, you know what? I figured we need to tackle a very specific director, a very genre-loving director, somebody who everybody loves. However, though, he has one film of his that some people are very divisive on, And even he has kind of disowned the movie a little bit. Doctor Strange and the
4: Multiverse of Madness.
2: What? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not that movie, but that movie is still pretty cool. But anyway, so, uh, for this one, we are going to be doing Sam Raimi's Crime Wave. Oh. Mm -hmm. Which is his sophomore effort after the Evil Dead. And there's quite a lot of trivia on this movie, so I'm really looking forward to tackling for... Uh, t- talking about it for the show. Mm-hmm. And this movie's got, like, a huge all-star cast. It's got Paul L. Smith, from, who we last seen on the film Pieces, Bri- Brian James, Bruce Campbell. So this is our first Bruce Campbell yeah, film for the he- show. Well, he Reed did Birdie make a and-
3: cameo in one movie. Well, that is
2: true, in one movie, but not a full-on role. So he has a bit mm-hmm. more of a larger role here. Uh, Reed, Bernie, and... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no! Oh, no. Louise
0: Lather Hello, everybody! Did somebody say Louis Lutz? Hello, everyone! What is being on tour? What
4: are your Louis? We're doing one of your movies this week.
0: I know. I'm very
4: excited.
0: Next to Blood Rage, this is my second favorite movie starring me. I'm very much looking forward to all what you think to it because you know. I mean, there is also some red wine. There might be some rotary phones in here, and there might even be a vacuum cleaner or two. So, I mean, it has been qu- about 30, 40 years since I last seen this movie. Maybe seventy. I'm not exactly sure because mm. I am. My brain is so fried from all the wine I've been drinking (laughs) and also touching that rotary phone all night long. So, anyways, I'm very much looking forward to what you think of this movie. I might chime in with some facts every now and again. The real facts, not the ones that you see on on IMDb. So, anyways, I'll let you all enjoy the movie, and I'll come back (laughs) every now and again when you least expect it.
4: Great. Louise is doing trivia this week. Fuck. wow, We're fuck mercy.
3: We, what is B doing?
0: Exactly. See, this, you gotta be very, see, I know all the real stories by this movie, but anyway, so I'll let you all go. I'll talk to you all a little bit later. Bye. Oh, geez. Well, uh,
2: I was not expecting her this to chime in so early, but this early, yeah, mm. I know. But we haven't even
4: started uh, the movie yet.
2: So I guess for all of our listeners out there, be prepared for a very Louise Lasser-centric episode, because she is also one of the stars of this movie, and she will be in this episode a lot, so you have been warned. But
4: Because um, Craven's not here this week, he's out of town.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yet, yet, that is the key word, yet, <laughs> but uh, we'll get straight to it, and of course, like all of our listeners out there, uh, what you need to do is look up the film Crime Wave, it's in playing on your part of Tubi in your end of the world. I know it's on the Tubi US and Canada, so if it is playing there, go check it out there. But it also is playing in other places in the world, uh, on other streaming services, on, on DVD and Blu-ray. So if you have a copy of that as well, uh, chuck it in and we'll play the movie from the very start. And when I say go, that's when you play the movie and that way our audio commentary will be in sync with the film. But As we all know, Tubi does have an habit, I'm sorry, does have a habit of having ads every now and again since it's a free streaming service. So whenever an ad does pop up, we'll shout out ad, then that way you can pause the film. And then once the ads are finished, we'll let you know and we'll also give timestamps so that way we can still be in sync. But even if you're not interested in watching this film, I'm pretty sure this episode will still be a fun listen to regardless. So let's get straight to it. Are you guys ready? To experience Wave of Crime from Sam Raimi with Crime Wave. Nine.
4: It's a good thing we're recording early today, so <laughs> I got uh, time to pal cleanse after this movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Counting down in five, four, three, two, one, go.
3: And we're off.
2: And we are. Oh, arrows. <laughs> it's a quiver production.
3: Well, that's ironic, because this movie might make me quiver a few times.
2: (laughs) It might as well.
3: I don't know (laughs) what way. Better
2: Better to quiver than quiff. Exactly. I mean, it
3: could do that too, (laughs) who knows?
2: (laughs) So yeah, as I was saying before, this was Sam Raimi's uh, second film, After the Evil Dead, and it was also his first studio film. Unfortunately, though, this was a film that definitely suffered from a lot of interference from the studios, and they basically took it away from him. Mm. And you'll watch the film. I still think it's a fun film regardless, but you can't help but see why once the the film goes ahead.
4: Mm.
3: I mean, I haven't seen this for a very long time. Um, I would say, like, maybe early 2000s.
5: Oh, it's Nuds. It's Nuds on the
3: run.
2: Nuds? <laughs> yes.
3: Hudsucker? <laughs> hmm. What's that a reference to?
2: Ooh, see. Yeah. What Easter eggs
3: galore do- so
4: far.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Because not only was, you know, this is Sam Raimi's second film, he co-wrote the script of this film with the Coen brothers. Mm-hmm. And I believe this actually, this film came out the same year as their directorial debut, uh, Blood Simple, as well. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Meanwhile, at Hudsucker State Penitentiary, unfortunately, doesn't also feature Tim Robbins. No. <laughs> no, I always
4: think of this movie and Johnny Dangerously together.
2: Well, that is true. Yeah, I can definitely see that because this is the film that definitely is a love letter of a very, of that kind of 40s and 50s film, mm. while having that sort of um, Looney Tunes style of humor throughout it.
3: I mean, as we know, Sam Raimi was like a very big Three Stooges fan, so you see a lot of that mm. stuff in all, well, a lot of his movies.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
3: I mean, I can't say you find that in something like The Gift or um, A Simple Plan, but no. oh yeah,
2: those are kind of already his more serious, serious films. Yeah. Uh, according to trivia, Bruce Campbell commented that. The film wasn't released, it escaped.
3: (laughs) Oh. That's a bit mean.
2: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much everyone involved with this film, it's it's kind of a doubt on this film. Like I said, Sam Raimi kind of disowned the film, mainly because of the studio interference.
5: Mm.
3: Release the Raimi cut. Exactly. I mean, there's no reason not to... Exactly. This is a weed prison.
2: Uh,
4: if if they're not going to release the Batgirl cut, then they're not going to release the Rami cut. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being to- i topical.
2: <laughs> yes, I knew that was going to be brought up at some point during this episode. So I'm glad it's very very early on. <laughs> oh,
4: there
3: he oh, is, Bruce Campbell. There we go. He's very sharp well, and I mean- dressed as well.
2: And he's so damn sexy and so young. Look at that I mean, chin. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw the chin first before I saw the rest of Bruce Campbell.
3: Oh, he's uh, he he wants a uh strip bar.
2: Mm. I well, mean, Bruce Campbell could have whatever he wants.
3: They should call it the Cheetah <laughs> Beavers.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: You know, a bit my of favorite little... girls bit of striptease.
2: Exactly. My favorite thing about you know when people kind of spray those little sprays in their mouth
3: mm-hmm. my
2: favorite g- gag is when pe- people do it but it goes in the opposite direction mm-hmm. it doesn't even go in their mouth at all and I think Campbell just did that just then
4: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. be fair oh oh hello
3: what is wish this? I had the
2: talent to wish I had the talent to make a like cigarette smoke turn into a dancing girl you
3: have to be really talented for that Yes. <laughs> like, what's up with that guy? Is he jealous? Oh,
4: yes. That, if, yes. that effect cost nine million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was most of the budget.
3: And then they were like, "Wow, we have to take this movie away from you, Sam Raimi." I mean, literally, that
2: guy is the movie, and those guy, and the other two, and the two guards are the producers of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be cut up. I don't want to be a smaller film.
3: This was originally a five hour movie. <laughs> yes, it was a mini series. <laughs> rotary phone.
2: Oh my gosh, it is.
3: Did somebody say Rotary Phone? No. Oh goddammit. No. First of all,
0: bit of it, little bit of trivia, that is that like Ab Raby, that gorgeous, gorgeous man. He was like, oh, mate, this scene needs a rotary phone. I said, hold on a second. I went into my handbag and pulled out a rotary phone. So that is actually my rotary phone in this shot.
4: That's one of seven rotary phones you keep in your handbag, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that is true. Like,
0: everyone, like, get about cat ladies who have, like, 20, 30 cats. I got, I'm a rotary lady. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: (laughs) I got at least 30, 40 rotary phones around my house.
3: Yeah. Oh, look, there's your friend from Pieces.
0: That hunky man, he is so hot. Not as hot as Craven, but he's still a good-looking man. But also, he was also Bluto in the Popeye movie, too. So, I was just oh about, my gosh. We're going to
4: have to do Popeye in the show one day.
0: <laughs> yes. Anyways, I'll, I'll be right back. I got some more... Uh, oh, there you are,
4: Louise.
0: <laughs> there Louise. See, how they got that picture is they snuck up on me and just said, Red Wyatt. I was like, yeah.
3: <laughs> Makes sense, actually. Can you uh, anyways, send me a signed one of those to my house so I can put it in my bedroom? Indeed. All right, cool. I just, I'm, I'll
0: send it to you, mm. but it's gonna say Johnny Cage on it instead.
4: Okay, that, that works for me. <laughs> That's anyways, how you autograph all your photos, right, Louise? Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, because I love that Mortal Kombat movie, especially that hunky dory Johnny Cage. But anyways, though, I'm kind of hot and flustered at the moment. Go watch that movie right now. But anyways, I'll be back later. I'll see you all later. Bye.
4: Okay. Louise, evidently, is going to go watch Mortal Kombat.
2: At the same time as we're watching this, like, what the fuck?
4: <laughs>
3: I have no idea what look just this happened.
2: Dude. This dude is way too happy about cleaning the That guy though, like has a say.
3: shit-eating grin.
2: Yes. And <laughs> that dude on the right kind of looks like a very tall Peter Weller.
3: Look how many eyebrows... I mean, look how big his eyebrows are.
2: <laughs> is that the <laughs> time just- is that the top <laughs> man <made> from Phantasm? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it could be. Uh oh, he's breaking the fourth wall. Fir-
3: fir- oh, shit.
2: Meanwhile, the th- at the Salvation Army building. Yeah, what? <laughs> Pepsi? The thing about, like, I like about this movie is, like, it does have that Fuck 40s, nerd! 50s, but, like, fucking nerd. Fucking <laughs>
4: nerd. No, that's not Ted Raimi. He's the fucking <laughs> nerd. But I'm sure that's he's in true. this movie.
2: He he probably... I mean, I only watched this movie for the first time a few months ago. He probably is in it. I don't remember if he is. He probably has a very small part, I would imagine.
3: Maybe. I don't know. But
2: there's another fucking nerd. There's
3: a lot of fucking (laughs) nerds.
2: Oh. oh, Is he he working
3: in the utility closet?
2: (laughs) He thinks he's home. Is he okay? (laughs) Probably, obviously not. Because he went into the utility
3: closet. Is that what happens when you have a bender with Louise?
4: I was about to say that's where he's supposed—that's his and Louise's secret spot. He's waiting for Louise.
2: <laughs> they hit all the uh, the like the, a glass of red wine in each of the suds behind them.
3: <sighs> Sudzo, actually.
2: Yes. Not related to the Funzo <laughs> of <from> the Simpsons.
3: <laughs> <laughs> These
2: fucking nerds.
3: They are fucking nerds.
2: Well, Sam Raimi does love his fucking nerds. He does, because
3: he is one, like, obviously.
2: <laughs> yeah, he, but he knows, unlike uh, his brother Ted, not to put glasses on so he doesn't get wedgied.
3: How many times have you wedgied um, Ted Raimi?
2: Oh, I've already done it, like, at least 30 times already. Every time I see him in a movie, it's like, wedgie!
3: <laughs> I see. Yes.
2: Yes. That door is made out of, like, paper.
3: <laughs> I, I am so confused, because I don't even remember what this movie was about.
2: Well, basically, like, um... So, what basically is, he is married to Louise Lasser, and his business partner doesn't want to sell their shop. So, he plans on hiring Paul L. Smith and Brian James to, to murder the guy... So he can take over the shop. But of course, this fucking nerd right here, he gets uh, involved in the plans as well.
3: Oh. Yes. I have no idea what's going on anyway, so I don't know why I asked.
2: <laughs> You've already forgotten it like five seconds already into I have. this movie.
3: I have, actually.
4: Marcy's all like, Squirrel!
3: Squirrel!
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, he works at the shop, so. Oh. That he owns.
3: So, what does the prison have to do with it?
2: Oh, well, uh, I think he's accused of murdering being the murderer.
3: Oh, right. And he's telling the story? Yes. Okay. Is that him? Yes. He's the fucking nerd?
2: Yep. Okay. He's the the nerd in prison. But (laughs) it looks like the second person, I mean, a completely different person, because he doesn't... Yeah, they... Mm. They look completely different.
3: It does. That's why I was so confused. Hmm. Ouch.
2: Hmm. Yes, 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 I agree.
3: That's making <laughs> me blink too much. Does he even wear his war medals just every day?
2: I know a few people who, like, who do that.
3: Ah, oh, say good <laughs> on you. Fucking wear those medals. You weren't them, man. <laughs>
2: Uh, according to the trivia, Sam Raby has regarded the film as one of the least favourite moments of his career, musing that it was really wrong. It was such a horrible, 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 depressing scene. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, best thing though, doo do the kind of the back, the Did uh, you say critical... doo do? No, doo. I. Sorry, it is early for me. I'm a little tired, but anyways. Oh, Oh, B, you need
3: that book.
2: You need that book, How to talk to girls. (laughs) My copy's on its way from Amazon as we speak.
3: Just make sure you didn't get the wish version.
2: Oh, hello. Oh, Oh,
3: Jesus. Jesus.
2: That's how I swear. Holy moly.
3: Holy moly.
4: (laughs) And does your tie go up like that? Yes. yes, that's what happens when he talks to girls
2: See, every time I talk, I talk to a girl or see one, my tie just goes flapping in the air It
3: does, it goes crazy <laughs> But
2: uh, even though this movie was a trouble production and kind of failed both with critics and audiences uh, Sam Raimi decided to uh, make Evil Dead 2
3: because of this movie Oh, right Yeah, it's been a while since Is I that- read uh, Bruce Campbell's book as well Yep. Oh, there's your buddy. (laughs) Sadly, I wasn't on the pieces episode. I'll have to do a bonus episode, just me watching it.
2: Yes.
0: (sighs) Oh, 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 oh. me funny.
3: (laughs) Was he in last week's movie? (laughs) He could have been. I mean,
4: how does this type back a, in? Is it? Oh yeah, so he we had to link, link this to the.
3: Yeah,
4: we yeah. got to link this to the last episode. So he was okay. a caveman. Yeah, he was a
2: caveman. Paul L. Smith was one of the caveman tribe, but then he was like, "Fuck these people! I'm going to go to civilization
3: mm, and <laughs> become an exterminator." Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's not Louise Lasser.
2: It isn't, but it's pretty. She's pretty hot.
3: I like her hat. I want one.
2: And he is like completely failing at trying to impress this lady.
3: This guy he's is smitten. you. This is how you impress the lady. you like, <laughs> well, have you heard my Nicholas well, Cage?
2: Well, that's like, <laughs> well, you know, my Nicholas Cage impression always drives the ladies crazy. And he's got a, and he's got a bucket on his foot. He's bucket foot.
3: He's bucket foot.
2: Bucket heads, brother.
3: <laughs> Bucket foot. Bucket <laughs> foot. Sorry. He I'm plays a triangle.
2: <laughs> He's the less than Stella, brother. Oh, Jesus.
3: Rip. Rip, rip, <laughs> rip. Well, look, I will say this about huh? the Nicolas Cage bead. Um, yes. we, we caught up with um, some friends. Um, yes. Whenever it was. It was last, last weekend, yeah. Last weekend, so shout out to those guys. I know who they are. Um, I think you made some people laugh a little bit too much with uh, your Nicolas Cage.
2: <laughs> I did.
3: It is the winner. But. Obviously. Yes.
2: <laughs> but, uh, oh, he just burnt his head. The- son Bruce of a Bruce
3: Son of a Bruce Campbell. I like, how,
2: I like how every time Bruce Campbell talks, he's lifts his head up so his chin just sticks out even further. I know, he's
3: got the best chin ever.
2: But the uh, interesting thing, though, is Bruce Campbell was originally meant to play the lead. You know, he was meant to play the fucking nerd.
3: I mean, I But I've the seen studio that.
2: was like, yeah, but the studio was like, nah, he's too much of an unknown. Let's get more of a more, a more established actor for the role. So, Sam Raimi gave him the ro- role of the heel mm. <laughs> in this film, but bumped up his role because originally the character was only. Uh. A very minor character, so yeah. he bumped him up so he could just stay on set the entire time since he yeah. was a producer.
3: Yeah. I mean if you haven't read um, Bruce Campbell's books, like they're really good. Very very well mm. worth reading. Um it's very interesting. Yeah, I read this Bruce Book. This. Yeah.
2: Mm. It's good stuff. Uh-oh. Oh, Lulu's laundry.
3: In front of General Motors. Now we know why General yes. Motors sucks. They just went to strip club.
2: Storm, City and Chaos. Which is happening
3: right now. I mean, this is on
4: this was Ontario on Wednesday night. Yeah, apparently.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know we've had um storms here as well, but they've pretty much just like where I am just didn't quite hit us as bad. Well, that
2: dude is freezing like he is in Melbourne right now.
3: Yeah.
4: They're not like an
2: Ontario where your phone goes, There's gonna be
3: a oh! tornado
2: <laughs> Oh, that thing fell off and killed that person
3: <laughs> No, they stood up again, sorry.
2: Oh, there's a bat? Was that a bat? A... Oh,
0: that's I, a bird, sorry. I don't know if it's a bird oh, or a bat.
3: That guy what's happening right now? There's Things are curve. escalating. Yeah, that's hey. yeah. That is, yeah. Things are
2: escalating in this scene. And this this outside.
3: This is what happened when Louise is on the uh, red wines. <laughs> this music. <laughs> it's exciting music. <laughs>
2: well, See, uh. According oh, to- my oh, God! <laughs> Don't worry, Marcy, it's we not real. Kill we kill all
3: sizes. Watch out, penises. Well, uh, well, according to trivia, Paul L.
2: Smith's voice was actually dubbed in this movie.
3: Why?
2: And it was dubbed in by wrestler Dick the Bruiser. <laughs> oh, my God.
5: Why? <laughs> during
2: post-production. And Bruce Campbell states this during the film's commentary. Why? I don't know. (laughs) At least we have another contender for best worst ADD dubbing.
3: I know, we have a lot of contenders for worst dubbing, or best dubbing, depending how you want to look at it. (gasps) Yeah. There she is! (laughs) Louise! Louise!
0: Did somebody say Louise Lassa? All right, this is my introduction.
3: (laughs) Hi, Louise, yes.
0: This was my first day on set. Mm -hmm. They brought... I was said to Sam Raimi, I will do this movie, but all I needed was at least 20 cases of red wine, mm. a pumpkin pie, mm. and also a VHS copy of Blood Rage. That's all I ever wanted. And that's all I wanted from this movie.
3: I mean, I couldn't give you a VHS of Blood Rage yet because that movie took a while to come out.
0: See, I was ahead of the curb. Mm. I knew that the
4: VHS wars were coming. Oh, right. <laughs> How do you... And I was... I... Luis, how did this how did this movie come out before Blood Rage? Then,
0: well, first of all, I actually filmed Blood Rage before this movie, but Blood oh. Rage came out way oh. after, and that's actually a real fact. That's not even like me being jokey right now. But anyway,s though, that hairdo mm. that was that that was like what, I stole that from one of your co-host Beejamine's wig collections, mm. and decided because like that hair needed to be huge, it needed to be perfect. And, and, also if I bagged up against the wall, it could actually protect my head.
3: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I might actually do that hairstyle later. Cause I like, I like the aesthetic of the curly hair with the pink outfit. It's very much on brand for me. So I like that Louise. I approve. Indeed.
5: This anyways, is some though, weird be-
3: exterminating devices. Indeed. Is this how they try anyway. to get you into Scientology?
0: See, this is how they almost got me into Scientology, uh. but then I kept asking can you just do that with a rotary phone instead, and it freaked them out and they were like, yeah, we don't we, Zeno mm. doesn't want to anymore, Louise
3: Yeah, I figured Your theme levels were way too high mm.
0: Yes, it blew though. Anyways, no. though. Anyways, I gotta get back to that sexy Mortal Kombat
2: movie I'll be right okay. back Okay.
3: Why is she watching Mortal Kombat again?
2: I have no idea. I, no, I'm, I'm learning new things about Louise every time we do this. That's show my
4: that's my favorite subplot to this podcast this week is Louise Lester's watching Mortal Kombat when she's not on the show. <laughs> and I swear
2: that hair of Louise's is the same one from Blood Rage. It's very it similar,
3: is. it's very curly. Come on, Louise. She she oh, knows she right. likes the uh binoculars. She likes to watch. She just likes to watch you guys.
2: Somehow it doesn't surprise me that Bruce Campbell will get slapped by a lady. It probably happens to him at least 10 times a day. Mm. But then again, it is Sam Raimi, and Sam Raimi does love the torture Bruce
5: Campbell. Oh, he's trying to
3: unnerd himself.
2: This was the original Beauty and the Geek. (laughs) (laughs) Almost got you, Marcy. Little bit. Yes.
3: How much product is in his hair?
2: Oh, oh, oh! Oh, That fucking Ted Raimi.
3: Was it? Told you was in this.
2: Yeah, he was. He did. I looked away for
3: one second and I missed the biggest fucking. Told you was in it.
2: (laughs) See, he was the definition of a bleak or you'll miss it. (laughs) Roll.
3: Is this a rare movie that all three of us have seen this at some stage before?
2: I believe so, yes. Hmm. But you're right, There, There's a lot of product in Bruce Campbell's hair.
4: Oh, he's a baby face. He
3: hates heels. Yeah, he's a baby face.
2: (laughs) This angle looks like Bruce Campbell's got a unibrow.
3: Bruce Campbell is like... I reckon The Miz channeled his character out of this movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That dude went flying.
3: He got biscotti everywhere.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say this restaurant they seem to only serve spaghetti and that's it.
3: Yeah, because you gotta go swing
4: dancing. Yes. It's swing dancing swing swing dancing and spaghetti Tuesdays.
3: Spaghetti yes. Tuesdays.
2: There he is again!
4: Marcy, you missed him again! <laughs> oh my
3: god.
2: I look away from
1: the
3: screen.
2: You do, you've missed... <laughs> You mis- I can't believe the two times Ted Raimi's been on screen I so wasn't you missed it.
3: Well, I got a <laughs> notification on my phone and I looked at it. It's a force of habit. I'm pu- i put it away. I'm sorry. Indeed, I apologise to <laughs> Ted Raimi because I still want him to be on this podcast.
2: Louise Lass's rear window.
3: It is. She also likes binoculars. That's Indeed. one of
4: her X-rated movies, though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes.
2: That sign, do not enter, it means, do not enter here, Louise Lasser. Is
3: she, is she a witness to the burglary or whatever's meant to be going on?
2: Well, basically, the murder is being taken Oh, the place. murder,
3: whatever, yeah.
2: But she thinks that something is going on over there, and she's right, mm. so she sends her husband over to go investigate, but he knows, like, what's going on and he doesn't want to go. Ah,
3: uh, right, that makes sense. Oopsies. Oopsie doodle. Look, this just proves I pay zero attention all the time.
4: It's kind and of amazing though. I've seen though, this like, before
3: and I don't remember that much.
4: Are we seriously 20 minutes into this movie already? This movie's flying. Yeah, though.
3: it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that rotary phone also has buttons. <laughs> oh, that just yes. gets me going.
2: It probably gets uh, Louise Lass's uh, engine going too.
3: I mean, we know you're going to order it from uh, Wild Secrets.
2: Indeed. That's obviously a bottle.
4: <laughs> he does.
2: He does look like the penguin or Dick Cheney. <laughs>
3: That's how he sounds like. Like what he? Yeah, how he should sound. Hello, <laughs> I'm evil.
4: <laughs>
3: I mean, I know Sam Raimi isn't the biggest fan of this film, but even
2: watching this movie twenty minutes in, his style is very prevalent. Oh, it's the definitely
3: there. Novel. Like, it's not mm. boring. It's entertaining. I don't... It's silly. Like, what's wrong with just a silly movie? Exactly. This movie has Louise Lassa, like, are we really saying it's bad? No, we're not saying that. You can't oh, ever what's say
4: wrong- that. What's wrong with a silly movie? Like, Antichrist, right? Hmm.
3: <laughs> yes. That's really silly.
2: Yes. Uh, here's an interesting bit of trivia about Louise Lassa. <laughs> Hey, we might have to actually confirm if this is true Mm. or not. Uh, According to Bruce Campbell, Louise Lasser, under the influence of cocaine, (laughs) fired her makeup artist. She insisted that she apply her own makeup despite objections from the cast. She would often show up on set with poorly applied clown makeup and and messed up hair, oblivious to how she appeared. There were occasions when she was outright refused to leave her trailer to the annoyance of the casting crew. Seriously.
3: Yeah, it sounds like Louise Lasser. It, it does, actually. I mean, that explains a lot with blood rage, too. What the <laughs> actually, fuck? Actually, we,
2: we need to confirm this. Louise, can you
0: confirm this to us? Hello, everyone. It's Louise Lasser. First of all, I didn't know it was cocaine at the time. I thought it was sugar, because I got it from my sugar honey bun craven. <laughs> because he told me I needed to put some more sugar all over me so he could sniff it off my body. And then I thought, I'd sniff it too? But then I got really high, and then I started doing my face up like the Joker while I was working on this movie.
5: That is a lie. That is a lie. You were a liar. That was not my cooking.
0: Oh, Craven, you say that all the time, but we all know that it's true,
5: true, true. I don't do so. I'm a weed guy. I don't do coke.
0: We know that you are, craven, Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. (laughs) And I'm also doing that in a sexy way, too, because I'll be coming over to your bedroom tonight. (laughs) I
5: just threw up in my mouth.
0: But anyways, though, I'm up to the best part, Immortal Kombat. I don't know if you guys have seen this movie. This movie deserves all the Oscars. And also, that hunky-dory... Christopher Lamberro, he is so gorgeous with that white hair. It reminds me of my own, except not white or frilly. But anyways, I'll
4: be right back. Louise Laster needs to be a character in the next Mortal Kombat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Mm.
4: Death by rotary phone.
3: Mm. Yes. I mean, wow. She could do, like, the fatality with the rotary phone. She it off and, like, yes. swings the thing. <laughs> Yeah. I love how
2: much, like, Bruce Campbell's the king of muggy He is. Movie.
3: Um, now, just to go back to Louisa's story, I think that was actually Craven's sister, Craven with a C's cocaine.
4: Oh, yeah. She's, she, the, she's a coke that sounds. That sounds like her sister. She probably would have
3: framed mm-hmm. uh,
4: Craven for it.
3: Yes. Look, it's not true, all right. I just have my cocaine
4: on weekends. God, she's weird. He's on probation. He doesn't touch that stuff.
2: <laughs> now that I know that Paul L. Smith's voice was dubbed over, I can see it now.
4: Yeah.
3: He looks like someone, and I can't work out who it is, and it's annoying me.
2: <laughs> Brian James looks like Adam Driver in this movie.
3: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, like a melted well, Adam Driver.
4: Well, that's who he cast in the remake.
3: <laughs> yes. True. Why haven't we done a remake right now? I mean it could even star Louise again. Exactly. Bah, bah, bah. Wow, he managed to dry off. Oh wait. Yeah, I know. He got he got water on him and then spaghetti? Was that what happened before? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mom yeah. spaghetti
3: too. It was mom spaghetti <laughs> and his knees weak's palms are sweaty or whatever.
2: Exactly. I can't remember the bloody exactly. song. And she, lo- and she looks pissed. <laughs> How dare Bruce can't believe me with this fucking nerd.
3: <laughs> and he, well, he is cleaning his glasses with her drink. I know. Where it says coat check, I thought it said cunt check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not That's even kidding. Way. I
5: had to look again. Sorry.
4: <laughs> You broke bean.
3: I broke bead. <laughs> I'm not even making a joke. I literally thought that's what it said.
2: That was amazing. And I cannot see I'm never, it. I guess.
5: Look, it looks oh, there, like it, it says cunt.
2: There was a, there's fucking Ted Raimi back there again.
3: Oh, I closed my eyes.
2: <laughs> I can't believe that is happening, Marcy.
3: I was
1: laughing at the cut check.
2: <laughs> that's a check.
1: Look at it!
2: <laughs> it does say gun check.
1: It really
3: looks like that's what it says.
2: <laughs> Amazing.
3: <sighs> oh, Louise is uh, spying her next hunky man. <laughs> She's
2: looking for Kraven.
1: What on earth is keeping you there? Hmm.
3: <laughs> So, did they keep her clown makeup in this movie? Because her hair and makeup just looks normal.
2: Well, maybe from their point of view, it looked like oh, <laughs> it's a dead body. Anyways, um, maybe yeah. a lot of those cases, like you applied the makeup, like they might like it looked like clown makeup to them, but when you actually see, it, it's like oh, it doesn't look too bad.
3: Well, maybe because it it's be Louise, one. and you know, she just looks fabulous. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh my god, this music, I love it.
2: Uh, According to uh, trivia, Briar Javes, while working on this movie, trashed his hotel room in an attempt to exorcise a ghost from his light fixtures.
3: (laughs) I buy it. I don't at all think it was that uh, cocaine either.
2: Uh, It also says he thought the ghost of his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend was coming to haunt him.
3: Cocaine is a hell of a drug.
2: Indeed. There must have been a lot of cocaine on this movie.
3: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nope. Louise, you dropped your binoculars! Is he giving her the bird?
4: No, No, he's giving her what it is. I one thought of these one
3: of these. <laughs> okay, her makeup does look a bit clownish there.
2: And yeah, that was an orgasm face right there.
3: I, I didn't need to know that in my life.
4: Louise Lasser's <laughs> Vin- Vinegar Strokes.
3: <laughs> that's a that's a well, check face.
2: Uh, also, uh, according to trivia, the film's original title was Relentless, before it got changed to Crime Wave.
3: Hmm. I don't know, I think Crime Wave kind of works Because they're just doing crime everywhere
2: Yeah, and it kind of escalates too Like, it's kind of like that This
4: is also how the LA Wars started I think that's accurate This
3: makes sense, actually
4: Yeah, well, pretty much
2: like It's a kind of a Coen Brothers thing too Like, where something, a simple plan kind of goes slightly wrong And then it kind of escalates from there
3: yeah, that's yes. why they, there's that movie that they uh, that Sam Raimi made that's called A Simple So Quiet. this
4: movie is a prequel to the ones we've watched this season on To Be Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is
2: how the LA Wars began.
3: Mmm. It was all because of Louise so Lasser. Gonna... We should have known. You <laughs> had to know it was Louise Lazar's fault. If she started the LA Wars. Jeez, we just went inside her mouth. And
2: that they came like... out of a trumpet.
3: That, that was terrifying. Or not a trumpet. Uh <laughs> What's that one? A
2: it's trombone? A trombone. Is it? A tromboner? It? it is a trombone. I think so.
3: Let's look up our brass instruments.
2: <laughs> this Is, is this going to be like in Breaker 2 where we couldn't figure out the difference between a, uh, a truck and a tractor?
3: <laughs> oh, what about when we didn't know what a microscope was? <laughs> well, that too. And I think you said stethoscope, which just you made that even worse. With-
2: you don't make friends with nerds. You don't make friends with nerds.
3: It is a slide trombone. I just looked it up.
2: A slide trombone.
3: Yeah, because you go... Doo, 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 I, doo, doo.
2: I really like about this romance going on between there. Like, he is so into it, but she is like, no, I'm not interested in you at all. Get away from me, you nerd.
3: And she's like, do you have money? I'm looking for a sugar daddy. And he's just like, I'm poor.
2: Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. That's basically your entire uh, arc in this movie.
3: Look, I thought Louisa's makeup did look a bit clownish, but look at hers. Does it look all that different? Yes. Wow, $36 exactly. What the well, fuck is... is that guy?
4: Well, this is 1940s money, so yeah, that's yes. like $360. Mm. And
3: that, that conductor guy is freaking me out. I don't like it. Everybody dance now!
2: dun dun dun. dun. Um. The, the original Pulp Fiction.
3: I They're know, dancing in a competition. I don't know what this uh, dancing is, but sure. This is weird dancing. I know, they did jazz hands, and I know you do jazz hands, so... Makes sense I'm that that guy's you.
2: No, I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm a little bit scared that this guy is way too much like me.
3: That's how you wash dishes, isn't it? Yes. Why is he washing dishes in the middle of a dance? Number?
2: Well, the thing is, this is the funny thing about this. Basically, like, they didn't have the money to pay for their food. So they go in the dance competition and the prize money is exactly the money they owe for mm. their food. <laughs> uh, they did it with the competition, so now they have to do the dishes.
3: That, well, because uh...
2: they couldn't pay for their food. Because uh, he didn't
3: have a cause... measly 36 bucks. No. Yes. And they had the option right there to win that money.
2: Because you got to remember, $36 back at this time was at least $500. Mm,
3: that was an expensive <laughs> Today, dinner. Today, in today's currency. Yeah. I mean, he did, like, ruin, like, 50 plates of food. She's got a security camera out front of her door. <laughs> then it goes through straight to the TV, and she's opening the door? Oh, she's going to kill All him with a lo- fork. Death by fork.
2: I think... I think all those locks are the same ones that Craven uses to uh, keep his house locked up. I think he's actually got a lot more. He's got
4: double.
3: Uh Uh-oh. Right in the snoz. Yes. Put a nose on your... Put a nose on your fork. Put a fork on your nose.
2: I'm the think that Craven actually hired these guys to take out Louise Lasser.
3: This is this problem. allegedly. This yeah could be Alleg- allegedly though. Allegedly. Oh, she's got that rotary phone. Oh, she got the rotary phone.
5: <laughs> hey, do you guys know where I can get a hold of these guys now? I need to get her away from me.
3: Um, <laughs> I think their number is two one two. Fuck you. Okay, I'll call it. <laughs> We could listen to Louise
2: Is it actually It has to be like a contractual obligation That Louise has to be in a ro- With a rotary phone in every movie mm-hmm.
3: Yes
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> And terrified On that phone Yes
4: oh, Here have a
3: chair Have a dish Have another dish Oh my god this is the weirdest fight scene down. I've just... ever seen.
2: And Luis is a part of it. But he are just... we. Are we.
3: He just smashed it on himself. Oops, got the fry pan. Oh, oh bowling balls! Ow! Ow!
4: Ow! <laughs> Why does he have three bowling balls on a shelf like that? In case that this old?
2: very scenario. Exactly, exactly.
0: Did somebody say bowling balls? No. I... Oh goddamn it! <laughs> nope. First of all, I'll tell you where I got those bowling balls from. First of all, one of my ex boyfriends. <laughs> he was like, "You know what, Louise? You're too much for me. You're 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 just driving me to the ground. Here are my balls. Take them. You you're, They're all yours now, and they're legit, actual bowling balls. Mm-hmm. i thought only wanted me. He was going to give me his testicles, which I preferred, but now nah, he gave me bowling oh. balls instead.
4: Louise, you busted his balls. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly, because, you know what? I'm a lady of culture. I like my men with lots of balls. (laughs) Literally and figuratively. Hence, like, Craven, because I hear that Craven, he's got at least four or five.
4: I mean... Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. So that's why... Because, you know, if he wants me to, I'll be like that guy in that movie you guys watched a couple of months ago, as a Kabuki Man when he was, like, shining his shoes underneath the table. I'll do that but to Craven's balls.
4: <laughs> mm, I don't want to yeah. say that. God damn it, Louise. <laughs> See, anyways, I, so- I thought
3: things got weird when I left, but I haven't gone anywhere, so I don't like
4: no, it. No, it's not waiting till you leave now. The show's no. just getting weird.
3: No, it's just weird. I, I Indeed, but anyway, though- Louise, does this guy have magical powers? What's going on?
0: He does, because he's Paul L. Smith. He was in Popeye, and if you see that movie, which I should have also been in, because I could have been like the Shelley Duvall character, I could have been Olive Oil, mm. they thought I was too shrill for that part. So, anyways though, basically, Paul out Smith took all my cocaine, all my alleged cocaine, mm. and it was like, I'm just gonna, and it just gave him magical powers. I don't know why, but it just mm. did. I'm very anyways confused. though, I'm going back to this Mortal Kombat movie because the special effects of this movie are amazing. That reptile character, I want to have that as a pet and put it in my bag so I can hang
3: out with my rotary phones. But anyway, mm. though, I'll be
0: right back. Bye.
3: This poor guy, all he wanted to do was shave and he's just not allowed to.
2: Exactly. I love he's that a he's...
3: This this is a hate crime.
2: It is. I can't see you, even though I can. It's still pretty bright in here.
3: Yeah, I don't understand. I'm so confused, but I'm I'm just yeah. I haven't seen this for so long. Maybe I didn't even know what was going on back then. Oh, what the fuck! Chairs are flying. That? that was a chair. Where's where happened to Louise? Did she fall out the window or?
4: That was that was Ted Ramey throwing a chair.
3: <laughs> yes.
5: <Marr>.
2: We. <sighs> it's now turned into an Evil Dead movie, pretty much.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they dubbed him for. Well, according to trivia, <laughs>
2: Sam Raimi had particularly had a particular difficulty work. Sorry a particularly difficult time working with Paul L. Smith. According to Scott Spiegel, Smith wasn't very cooperative and his entire dialogue was dubbed in post-production.
4: Hmm. Whoa! Look at that green screen! Oh, that escalated quickly.
3: This has escalated very quickly. He
2: fell out of the building and
3: he's still alive.
2: (laughs) Oh! Oh, as long okay. as my shavy cream's okay. fine. My shavy cream is okay.
3: I mean, as long as that's okay.
2: Dude fell out of a five store. the fifth story of a building and survived.
4: Mm. And he's going to get hit by a car now.
3: He totally yes. is. It's right behind him. He had one day left to retirement. Didn't you know that?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Wee! What is, what is
2: that, that voice? Brian James... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out exactly what Brian James's voice is. It sounds like, a... yeah, obviously it sounds like a cartoon character. Like a Bugs Bunny type. It does. Yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure he wasn't dubbed over either?
3: I don't know.
2: I feel so violated. <laughs> I had to clean dishes and forks. I'm... This fucking nerd.
4: Why is she still he with did... him? He does not have a shot.
2: Obviously, that, that book of mine has not worked on him at all.
4: No.
3: I'm so confused.
4: Oh, it can get worse.
2: <laughs> it's I a Sam Raven movie. It can I always know what's get worse. Going on? And mind you, she's talking about the heels are on shoes, not uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I
3: mean, da da! Da da! I don't know what's going on. Fucking nerd. Fucking nerd.
2: Uh oh. It always could get
3: worse. Yep.
2: And it's worse.
3: That's Ew, mud that...
2: jizzed all over her.
3: No, I think that's poo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she frosted me like a cake.
3: <laughs> Ew. Oh. Bead, you're disgusting. Why do we let you have choices on this podcast?
2: Because that, those were the rules we started with the show, and we have to continue that throughout the rest of this rules while the show change. is still on. Mm-hmm.
3: Rules change, yeah. B. Rules were made to be broken.
2: If the public <laughs> demands my pigs, they will get them. No, they don't.
4: <laughs> Nobody's been demanding oh. your pigs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this dude here needs to be up for one of the uh, the best nerd award.
3: Yeah, we need best worst nerd award. <laughs> best I mean, or biggest
2: look, nerd.
3: just biggest, biggest nerd, nerd. Biggest nerd. I mean, his pants are so high you can see his socks. <laughs>
2: He's putting the dead body in the sal- Salvation Army bin. <laughs> There's a bit of a... <laughs> at least oh, in fact, the dead body's I mean, happy about happy it.
3: he's happy he died, I guess.
2: <laughs> There's a lot of happy dead bodies in this movie.
3: I mean, he was only one day left to retirement, so... forgive <laughs> us gifts for needy children at
4: Christmas. Here, have These some are some pretty light dead bodies that the guys can just drag them around Right? Like I don't exactly. get it. Exactly.
3: Domestic Squibble.
2: Siren, wailing.
0: Great, I gotta take him all
2: the way back upstairs.
3: (coughs) I don't even want to look at him.
2: Right, James. Well, I yes. think for our people out there who don't know, Brian James was—he was like also in uh, *Blade Runner* and *The Fifth Element* as well. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my house is creaking, and I'm like, "What's going on?"
4: I'm, I'm worried <laughs> the ghost... Louise
3: might be upstairs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's where she's watching *Mortal Kombat*.
3: Obviously, <laughs> must hey. be it must be up to one of the big parts. I think.
2: Marcy, Marcy, this is the police. We have traced the call. There is a
4: Louise Lasser upstairs. Get out of the house!
3: <laughs> All right, I'll see you. I'll see you later. Bye.
4: She's using a rotary phone with from within the house. Oh no!
2: <laughs> when a Louise Lasser calls, <laughs>
4: <laughs> someone needs to make that Photoshop. Yes. I'll get on it.
0: Look at these fucking cops.
4: <laughs> we yeah, so we need, it needs to be a movie poster. Yeah, yes, for an exploitation movie mm-hmm. when Louise Lasser okay. calls. <laughs> I've
3: got my We're red wine. I've got my KFC.
5: <laughs>
3: what the? So was that Ted Raimi? Wow!
4: Yeah, We're <laughs> that kid out of the elevator. <laughs> Fuck that kid. I mean, well, don't fuck the kid, but. <laughs> well, I do love that thing because the
2: kid was like, I'm going to press all the buttons. And Brian James was like, oh, fuck you, won't.
4: <laughs> He's like, throwing you
3: away. Bye. Uh-oh. This is a.
2: This is some Scooby-Doo shit going on here right now.
3: It really is. Why are they <laughs> yelling at each other? Like, wouldn't the cops find it suspicious, like, that door is almost crumbled?
0: Yeah. To be fair, these are really
3: crap cops, I'm sure.
2: Mm. Mm, Looks like Jack Torrance has been here.
3: Here's Johnny. Uh Uh-oh. Is he going to wear her dress, or...?
2: Yes. (laughs) Do you like what you see? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't see anything, so I don't know what I see.
3: Is he is he going to give him a handy uh, while his eyes are closed? I, or...
2: I was thinking that. I was thinking that joke, but I thought, you know what? That might be a little too much. <laughs> and then you said it, Marcy. Mm-hmm.
3: I I'm I don't know if I want to watch this
2: anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sam raby has gone too far for Marcy. He
3: has. I'm trying to work out what the fuck's going on in this apartment.
4: He wants to see a Nick Lady now.
3: I. 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 I
2: mm, nothing suspicious about this.
3: Mm hmm. That door's just gonna, like, fall. I like how this...
2: Mmm. Looks like a dead body. Nothing suspicious here. <sighs>
3: Hey, we don't use that language around here. Exactly. Bloody
4: hell.
2: Hmm. It's amazing that shaving cream is still on his face.
4: Yeah, and it's still fresh. He
3: was one day left to retirement. All he wanted to do was shave. That's just a tragedy. Mm. That's his dad. That looks like his his great-grandfather.
2: I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh-oh, his dad's going to jail. That little shit of a kid.
3: He is a bit of a shithead ed kid, must be real. So...
2: Sexy, sexy foot-washing seed.
3: Yeah, what's going on?
2: Nine and a half feet.
3: Yeah, this is like Tarantino's <laughs> wet dream right now. <laughs>
2: Sem- right Quint-, Quint-, Quint Tarantino saw that scene It was like, died.
3: Oh, he needed the dress to wash it.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that poor nerd, he's so oblivious.
4: Yeah.
3: Who does that remind you of?
2: Uh, no comment. <laughs>
3: Well, this episode has gotten very weird while I've been here. I wonder what will happen mm-hmm. when I have to go to the bathroom and uh, stretch oh my God. legs.
4: No, uh, don't leave me. I, I'm going to do this every
3: week just so I can listen back to see what happened. So I'm sorry. I think Louise is coming back. I think. I think.
2: Hey, Batch. Batch, I just hey, have but- an idea. let's let's not get weird let's not do anything weird no
4: let's not let's not not.
2: (laughs) she's going to expect is going to expect something weird and we're not going to give it to her this week (laughs) not this week mercy there's already weird stuff around this section of the episode we don't need it even more so in this section I don't know why ever Exactly.
5: <laughs> it's
2: We're just sitting here in silence while she's gone.
4: Did it get weird enough for you, Mercy?
2: Yes. We're just sitting here in silence, Marcy. <laughs> uh
4: huh. <clears throat> Sorry. It's not very silent. <laughs>
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know how long she's going to be gone for. She can be gone yeah, for we the, don't know. the episode.
4: She said, fuck this movie and just peace out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Gosh.
2: I like how basically like how old timey all the swearing is throughout this whole yeah. movie. It's like gosh and holy moly. Kyle. He really does sound like Terry. Yeah. Kyle.
4: Are we sure that's? Are we sure that's not Terry?
2: It could. Maybe they. <clears throat> maybe they are both Terry and Todd. Oh shit. Or it could be Timmy. I'm not exactly sure.
4: <laughs> That's the third brother, Timmy.
2: Yes.
5: rational.
2: <laughs> he can do a woman's voice now? Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll be right back too, because I apparently got a package here. <laughs> well, I Patch guess yet. I'm
4: carrying the show by myself now.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is going to be the most awkward thing ever. I'll be right back. So, uh, Batty right and sister,
4: you and me right now, buddy. Yeah, I guess it is craven just uh, you and me.
5: Oh, uh, I really uh, man, you got to help me out with this Louise lesser like bitch. I mean like she's she, she's ruining my life, man. I I don't know, man. Like she's obsessed with you.
4: Like I I have no control on this show. This isn't even my show. I'm just on this
5: show. I know if this was Web Tales, which you can announce, listen to every Tuesday in the Pop 14 network, where you and Mark Valley recap classic issues in The Amazing Spider Man from the beginning to the present day, and I'm on sometimes too. But this is not that show. This is uh, Doobie Tuesday. And what am I getting? Everybody loves Craven. The number one podcast hosted by me, Craven the Hunter.
4: You're still not getting your own show, Craven. I'm sorry. <laughs>
5: Oh come on, man! it will be great. I mean, you and me, and we'll talk about all kind of bullshit about uh, how comics suck and that uh, Spider Man's the worst and I'm the best, and we can talk weed. We can review like weed strains and stuff like that.
4: Okay, that actually doesn't sound like a bad idea. We should do that. So, okay, let's leave it to the listeners. Do you guys want to see Everybody Loves Craven, a podcast on Pop Four D on the Pop Four D Network? Uh, Let us know in the comments, let us know, emails on our socials, uh, because if enough people want it, then we will do at least one episode, I'm going on record here, of Everybody Loves Craven.
5: Alright, yay, I knew I'd put you down. Now where's that bong at? Come on, let's go get high. You haven't smoked up in like five episodes. I'm gonna smoke you up, man.
4: Okay, you're turning my arm.
5: Okay, I got a sativa here, it's like 32%, uh, it's infused with the distal. It's uh, this stuff's gonna fuck you up and send you to the moon. Okay. Don't be a pussy, come on, talk it up, you know, you can do more than that. Hey, that's how you do it. Come on, pass it over to me.
4: Here you go. <sighs> <sighs> Not my best stuff, but, uh... Whew. Okay, that's all I got. Beat and Marcy are still back, so it's still just me here,
5: and Craven. What are we going to do? Flesh Gordon and the Cosmic Cheerleaders: The Sequel to Flesh Gordon. That
4: movie's not on Tubi, Craven.
5: Like I care. I want to do that movie. It's going to be good. That is there's titties in that movie.
4: And Beat is breaking. Beat's breaking down the house.
3: I'm back. <laughs> so I'm gonna assume bead fell over.
2: Actually, I left. I had to go for a second.
4: <laughs> it was just me and Craven. Oh
2: dear. <laughs> I had a package delivered. On. I had to go pick it up. <laughs> so oh I left Jesus! Back. I left back. back. Alone with Craven.
4: <laughs> oh
3: no. So like,
4: so Craven and I had a little smoke session, and we smoked, smoked, smoked. Um.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: So that'll be fun to
3: edit. <laughs> that'll be awesome. What's, what's uh, stopping Bruce people Campbell. from dressing like that? Oh! oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I
2: think Bruce Kerr Car- can't. <laughs> now? I
4: think
2: Bruce. Louise has escaped! Paul L. Smith is chasing Louise Lasser like Louise Lasser is chasing Craven.
4: (laughs) Very much so. Yes.
3: Oh, wait, there's a a knock at my door. What's going on? Uh, uh, Oh, God. What is this?
4: What is this movie? It's Martha. It's It's Martha. (laughs) She wants more robots. Oh. Yeah, there's no robots in this movie, Martha. Yeah, Martha,
2: are, are you sure that uh, Paul L. Smith's, like, uh, dubbing voice doesn't sound robotic?
3: I mean, maybe. What, do, what, is, uh, what does Martha have to say?
1: He might be a robot. Hmm.
3: <laughs> Whee! I gotta close all these... Hello,
0: everyone, it's Louise Labster again. First of all, my favorite thing to do in my spare time is when I'm chasing Craven is I gotta shut every single door that's around behind me. And I gotta do this spinning thing like I'm in Black Swan.
4: Mm. Yeah, and it's Craven going through the doors trying to get away from you.
0: Actually, it would be me going through the doors chasing after Craven, because this scene, Sam Raby saw what I was, I did Craven's love life, and he was like, we're gonna replicate this for the movie, except you're gonna be in the Craven part, Louise, and Paul L. Smith will be you.
1: Hmm.
3: I mean, true.
4: Everyone should dress like Louise Lasser every day. I mean, you're
3: not wrong, Martha.
0: Well, that is true. I dress like this all the time. And believe me, actually, that that robe I'm wearing, that wasn't the original color of the robe. That's actually all the wine that's actually been spilt on myself over the past 40, 50 years.
4: This actually is a fun sequence. Mm, It's very funny.
0: But anyways though, I gotta go hide in the trash because yeah. I just finished Mortal Kombat and now I'm moving on to Mortal Kombat Annihilation Which I hear is even better. I should have won an Oscar, mm. just like me in Blood Rage, so I'll be right back. See ya
3: Uh oh. Oh. She she's actually being sent to Uruguay.
4: You're going to Uruguay, Louise. I mean it's possible she yeah, might yeah, be yeah, trying was... to
3: get to the Savage Land, I'll be back. but
4: She doesn't know the Savage Land isn't in Uruguay. No. She could be.
3: What the I've missed a bit and I don't know what's going on. Oh, you don't say that word. Oh, Jesus. Oh wow. special... wow, look at wow. that ah. <laughs> Look on her face so, is amazing. No,
4: Stone Cold Killer right
3: there. Yep. Oh, God. Beads.
2: And I like how the movie sets up your fingers. Sorry.
3: You you're, uh, you're cutting out for a second.
2: Ah! Yeah, I know, because I noticed my scream was a bit cracked.
3: Did, did he steal exactly. Voldemort? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm so confused. Bead's internet is like freezing on him. Oh no. <laughs> Who's that?
4: No. That was one of the guys he electrocuted. No.
3: Oh, oh right, yeah. Duh. Yeah. So after all of this, how do they think that fucking nerd did all this? That's a mystery. Somehow of I justice. feel like
2: Vince McMahon. Somehow I feel like Vince McMahon is involved somehow.
4: Vince booked this, uh, movie. Mm-hmm.
3: And he, and he, <laughs> and he paid nice. off everyone for blowjobs.
4: Well, Louis sure as hell gave him one. Allegedly. Mm.
3: That's how she got Allegedly. three million dollars.
4: And seven rotary phones. Mm-hmm. But she spent that three million dollars on red wine, so it's yeah, gone. Yeah,
3: she did. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what? Like he got ripped to shreds by a dog, by dogs, and somehow all most of his clothes are still on him.
3: Bead, um, are you going to go buy that apron? Yes, it's very important. You own it.
2: I do. I need to get that apron. Does
3: this guy just randomly have a ladder on top of his car?
2: That's Oliver Reed. I mean... Could be. (laughs) He doesn't know what ladder is. Why does he have a ladder on top of his car? There's nothing holding the ladder there.
3: I I don't know. When you wish upon a star, you end up going to uh, get the electric chair.
4: I don't know what that means. I don't know how to drive.
3: I mean, to be fair, uh, we don't drive.
4: <laughs> to be fair?
3: To be fair! I mean, I don't drive. I don't drive. B doesn't drive.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry?
3: I said none of us drive.
2: <laughs> sorry, my internet was static here again and I couldn't hear anything for a yeah. minute. Yeah.
4: We said... To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be
3: fair. And that we also all don't drive.
2: (laughs) Well,
4: that is true.
3: This is the number one to be related podcast hosted hosted (laughs) by three people who don't drive.
4: Exactly. (laughs) Well, Craven drives, but he doesn't have a license, Mm. so...
3: I mean, we all know...
4: uh, He says licenses are for little bitches.
3: Yeah, and we all know Martha... Just takes control of the cars with her robotness.
4: And Martha doesn't know how to drive either, so mm. she's terrible.
3: Yeah. This is why you don't get a self-driving car. How was your uh, energy drink, bead? That was good. <laughs> did, it, did it give you the energy of Louise Lasser vacuuming?
4: Almost. Louise Louis Lasser, Louis Lasser needs her own energy drink that tastes like red wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be a bestseller, actually.
2: It definitely would be because I mean she's full of energy all the time, and it's natural energy too.
3: Mmm, It's all that red wine, man.
2: Clearly inspired by the Terminator.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ramming speed, <laughs> and then the other one. We <laughs> I... oui. ah.
2: Hey, that dead body did not have consent to touch up.
3: Well, this is this is why you have to, <laughs> you know, use your ghost to ask permission.
4: Exactly. Do these people know anything? So they're, so they're hitmen that pose as uh, exterminators.
3: But It's kind of obvious, because if you're a hitman, you're exterminating, so.
4: Yeah. It's a oh. bit of a
3: silly disguise, right?
2: Ah! Oh, here we go. Here's an interesting bit of trivia, and this is the number one bit of trivia on this movie. During the storm scene, where we see a newspaper proclaiming storm, city in chaos is shown. A smaller headline reads, military seals off Tennessee murder site, time-space disturbance discovered. This is actually a reference to both the Evil Dead and also uh, Evil Dead 2, which Sam Raimi was writing at the time of the movie. Oh, okay. So, is this movie set in the same universe as the Evil Dead films?
4: Yes.
3: Yes. Because there's part of Evil Dead, like, someone during the LA Wars actually read the Necronomicon. Mm
4: hmm. Yes.
3: That's why everyone suddenly got into breakdancing.
5: I <laughs> 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 uh, dubbed. <laughs> oh,
4: you popped <laughs> me there.
3: <laughs> 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 I'm driving. Oh, <laughs> he's coming, eh?
4: Come on, you fucking nerd! <laughs> Mad Max
2: Nerd Road. Mm.
4: <laughs> this is how I play Forza. I just come in and just start crashing into people.
2: <laughs> this is how I usually play. Like when I used to play uh, Grand Theft Auto, it's like I just go around and crash into people and just do damage. Hmm. My eye! I see out of that one.
3: <laughs> he wasn't supposed to get pudding in it. <laughs> Taste fucking... justice. <laughs> that
2: bird, that nerd is now fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> He's
4: fucking Batman. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, that's uh, that, that's uh, Warner Brothers at the moment. <laughs>
4: I think they're getting it in order. They're, they're
3: trying to. We'll see.
4: Yes. Ten-year tenure plan. Yeah. <laughs> I we'll see. Quality, not quantity. <laughs>
3: Ow!
0: My foot! Oh, wait, that's my hand, sorry.
3: <laughs> Did you think he was that guy with his hands for a feet or something?
2: Oh. Yes. Yeah. You're barely holding on to that car. There <laughs> go
3: the shoes.
4: This movie very uh, much is a live-action cartoon. It is. It pretty
3: much is. It is.
2: I think that's what uh, Sam Raimi and that were going for. And I think it's interesting, though, is, like, even though, yes, this movie was kind of taken away by the studio and kind mm. of re-edited and that, it's still, like, if you didn't know that, you'd think, oh, this is just a Sam Raimi movie. Like, it's quintessential... Sam Raimi. Yeah, it's
3: got a lot of those qualities. Like, I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's quite a fun, silly movie. And what's wrong with yeah. that? Yeah, <sighs> that kick to the face <laughs> in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, like was was I
2: like how he went flying. Like it looked like he was going a lot further, and then it was like a oh, plonk, like a like an inch forward.
5: Mm. Wee.
2: don't worry that rat saved my fall i mean broke my fall we oh luckily we ducked from that green screen
4: Mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't look that bad
2: Wow, the WWE has gotten really, really sad lately.
4: <laughs> These falls take anywhere, falls count anywhere. Matches are getting kind of crazy. Mm. <laughs> yes,
3: I mean they're even taking place like at the birth of the LA Wars. Like, what the hell?
4: They
2: are mm. indeed. This is how it all started. This movie is kind of a, the prequel to all the other movies we've done so far for Phase Two.
4: Looks like it's a prequel the- to knows Where did he get that?
3: uh Oh, they're gonna try and induct him into Scientology.
4: Yep. He's reading his teeth novels. <laughs> Here, have a bat. Oh! His
2: his crotch exploded.
3: Something exploded.
2: It's <laughs> about that caused a massive explosion. That box. <laughs>
3: Ow! So it's just. smack you <laughs> with a bat.
2: I like it's like I'm giving you some swift justice. It's like a small tap on the arm.
3: It's like. I love Mr. that's his catchphrase. It's, it's like Mr. Burns attacking with a bat. I'll
0: give, give you, you the you thrashing the of, your of your life. life. <laughs> Disposes the corpse and, and gives me w- widow a corsage. And I promise I won't speak with this voice anymore!
3: I knew he looked familiar. He's a pimply-faced teen.
2: <laughs> he became the pip. He went from pimply-faced teens to pimply-faced perv. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Pow!
2: How did they not fall off the car? They're going at high speeds. They should be falling off and dead by now. Worst
4: baby face ever. <laughs> yes. He
3: really is.
2: The Sam Raimi scream. Close-up scream, I should say.
4: <laughs> Trying to bust him open hard way. Oh, this
3: one, we bring Raddus into it. For an object! <laughs> and
2: who could forget dear rat boy? <laughs> <laughs> I popped forward u you with that one, Martin. He
3: did. I was not expecting that, and <laughs> I should have.
5: <laughs> uh, <no.
2: laughs> the great screen of this scene is. A- oh! <laughs> I
3: love it, it's great.
2: <laughs> the great screen is amazing.
5: Uh, what happened to my brother? Is he dead? Uh,
4: <laughs> uh oh, we got a new character in the show. <laughs> hey, it's me, the guy from this movie! <laughs>
0: And I'll be the other guy from this movie. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's me from, from uh, Crime Wave. <laughs>
3: and I'm the other brother. <laughs> it's the exterminators.
4: Okay, we gotta remember that for future episodes. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. I think they both need to be on the Hall of Fame. Explosion just, uh, bangs. Yeah,
5: it, it's me, Farron. I knew it was me because I read the, uh, the subtitle. <laughs> And I died with a rat!
3: <laughs> and it's me, Rat
4: Boy!
2: <laughs> rat Boy sounded like Starscream for a <laughs> I second. <don't>
4: know. <laughs> Hello,
0: it's me, Starscream? I
4: have nothing to do
0: with this movie!
4: It's Starscream's Australian cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: It's Bogan Scream? Yeah. It's Dark
2: Screamo. Logan it's, Scream, it, great name. It, it's Star Screamo. screamo. Nah,
0: no, you can call me Screamo. <laughs>
5: Sorry.
4: <laughs> Wee. Gotta, Screamo's got a job at the cunt check, right?
5: <laughs> That's right.
0: Hey, do you want to check your cunts? <laughs> Hello, Here's Cunt Inspector!
3: Hello! <laughs> Wait a minute, there's no Cunt Inspector.
2: Whee! Here, have a bright idea. Filed.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I to remember. rip this car apart. <laughs>
4: I'm trying to get away from this movie.
3: I, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, he's got a weapon, another foreign object right now. He's coming, Nancy.
5: Ew! Quickly,
3: get in his pants. Didn't know, th- <laughs> didn't know this was an After Dark movie. It is apparently.
2: <laughs> Bing clanging. That was my favorite subtitle.
3: I liked explosion banging or some whatever it said. <laughs>
2: It's motion bagging.
3: I don't know, whatever.
2: That definitely is an after dark subtitle. <laughs>
3: Whee I think come um, cunt check might be. <laughs> uh oh he's also yeah, coming.
2: There's
3: too much
2: there's too much coming in this movie. Mm. Well I'm not literally coming, I'm just getting on top of the vehicle. <laughs> Did somebody say coming?
0: <laughs> oh, no, Louise! <laughs> Didn't I kidnap you? First of all, I gotta say, I don't know what coming means. If it means drinking red wine, I was coming a lot while watching Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That movie is fantastic. I don't know why everybody hates it. James Ramond's even better than Christopher And also, oh, my gosh... The CGI, it's top level, it's what I envision every night when I have a bender of red wine.
4: I will say this, Farron's a happy guy.
0: <laughs> because, <laughs> i like, just like Craven, he knows where to get the best stuff <laughs> from, which is me. Because <laughs> I provide everything. I got the rotary phones, I got the pumpkin pie... And I also had the red wine. though. So when they that's right, unlike Khalees with all the boys has with her milkshake, I got the red wine because I know all the boys come to me with that.
5: Now, Louis, now Louise
4: <laughs> Oh sorry.
5: Now, <laughs> now Louise, you need to get some fosters in your mate.
0: Well, first of all, that Foster's I had a sip of it once. It actually made me sound like a reasonable, normal human being who hasn't been drinking and taking lots of sugar-based cocaine. So I thought, you know what? I need to be myself, my true self, and deny fosters. That's
3: stupid. Anyway.
4: Now, now Louise, is me, Louis Lasser, your ex-husband. I need you to sign this form right here just to give me all the rights to the Louise Lasser energy drink that tastes like red wine. I'm going to make what a product. Was? I'm going to make a million dollars, and you're not going to get any of it. I just need you to sign over your likeness to me.
0: Now, first of all, Lewis, as much as I love and adore you, as my ex-husband, you're not going to get that stuff because we both know that energy drink should go to our sons, Terry, Todd, and Timmy. They're and also not my baby-
4: sons. Well, maybe Timmy.
0: And also baby Craven as well. Hey,
4: you got to give that baby
0: Craven kid back. He's not your son either. Give him back to Craven. He is my son. My client. I gave birth to him. And when no. I mean birth, I, I wasn't exact. When I mean birth, I mean took him from the hospital. But, you know, he is my and Craven's son. He looks exactly no. like Craven. Not he have... has a little mo
4: on his face. I've given you seven restraining orders on behalf of my client, Craven.
0: Well, you're going to have to give another seven more because Craven, he's going to... He and I are going to get up to some really naughty stuff tonight, which I and better go... And he's going to charge you for forever. all
4: those doors you broke.
0: Indeed. But anyways, I better get going so I can get ready for our very sexy date tonight, and I'm going to go back and finish this Mortal Kombat Annihilation movie. I'll see you all later. Bye.
3: I'm so confused. I don't know what just happened. Also, why does the fucking nerd on the electric chair look like a young, um... uh Oh, shit, I forgot his name.
4: Um... So, um, why, yeah, I don't understand why shit. he got arrested and
3: what... David yeah, Caruso. Why does he look like David Caruso?
4: <laughs>
3: well,
2: the thing is, he, he got arrested because he was the only one left on the scene. So they just assume he was the one who did all the murders. And since she girlfriend disappeared there was no one to corroborate with his story to prove that he's innocent Um, however she became a nun and that's why she's racing there to save him right now was she Uh, hiding
3: like doing a sister act or she legit just wanted to be a nun
2: i think she was like so determined not to date the dude that she legit decided to become a nun Mm. (laughs) she had she wanted none of him
3: yeah, so why does this dude now look like David Caruso from Without Warning? He just needs the short shorts.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're just gonna move up your death time.
3: Look, what's with the grannies like knitting?
2: It is our favorite show, The
0: Execution Hour. Yeah. They've got season passes. Mmm. <laughs> it's time for our stories, which is the young and the executed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Their favourite video rental was that movie, Executions.
2: This dude here, the Executioner, he's got Martin Scorsese eyebrows.
3: Martin Scorsese's eyebrows are not even that big. His eyebrows are so big, I nearly said he had more than two. (laughs) Oh. Oh, luckily
2: I arrived just in time.
3: Come on, nuns on the run. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Nuns on the run. Wasn't
3: that a movie? That was
2: a movie. It had Robbie Coltrane in it.
3: I thought, thought, I, I, thought I dreamed. Yes, that's that. right. I thought I dreamed. That's
2: it. a real movie. I saw that movie as a kid.
3: Yeah, it used to be on TV, right?
2: Yeah, it used to. I used to play it a lot on TV. Mm. That dude is way too in like happy to execute people. I don't like him.
3: Yeah, you got to be very careful who you use as your executioner.
4: Mm. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God! the suspense is making me sweat.
2: Oh my gosh! it's thirty seconds until there's ten seconds left. No we have one second to spare. what? Oh, and we're here to watch it be executed.
4: It is Nancy. <laughs>
3: So, whatever happened to Louise's character?
4: Oh,
2: you'll we'll find out very soon. Oh, because there is an after credit after the after credit scene in this movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah.
3: So, Sam Raimi invented the after credit scene.
2: I don't know. I well, he's definitely. I don't know if he invented it, but he's definitely one of the ear- you This film is definitely one of the earliest uses of it. Oh, no. They took a vow of silence.
4: Oh. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> but the fact she is alive means he didn't kill her. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Can't they just write it down that she, he's innocent?
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. How does this even works.
2: None screaming. Hero executed.
3: Almost. Almost. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a break. 40 year vow of silence. And they got married.
3: She hated him so much she married him. That's how real marriages yep. work. Exactly. Da-da-da-da.
2: Maybe there is hope for me yet. Maybe there is hope for me yet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's how I say That's what I say every time I hear a girl is like, like, pays attention to me. She
3: likes me. Yeah, you're planning the wedding. Maybe.
2: And she's, like, sip, and she's regretting it already. Wow, that
4: was Crime Wave. That was Crime Wave.
3: Where's this bonus scene? We'll just let this play, I guess. Uh,
2: yeah, we could go forward a little
3: bit. I'll just let it play um, until we get to it. Um, thank you, yes. everybody, for listening to the Two Tooby Tuesdays podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. We uh, appreciate everybody who supports our show, listens to the show. Uh, all that good jazz so uh yeah thank you very much and if you are liking what you're hearing please be sure to give us a you know a good five star rating on uh, your podcast player and a review and all those good things uh depending on your podcast player some don't have those some do so be sure to to do that if you can and uh as always, be sure to look up the Tubey Tuesdays podcast in your podcast player of choice or head to supermarcy.com for all your things, the Tubey Tuesdays podcast and the Super Network. And check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash the Tubey podcast. And uh, if you want to contact me personally, I'm available on Twitter at twitter.com slash supermarcy, And I'm also available on Letterboxd under super underscore marcy. And, uh, I'll probably be on the Twitch every so often, so find me there at Supermarcy. also. Ah, uh, Batch, where can people find you?
4: Find me every Tuesday on Web Tales, a Spider-Man podcast, part of the Pop 4D network, where me and Mark Trevalier recap classic issues of The Amazing Spider-Man for the beginning present day. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Pop 4D uh, feed for shows like Avenging Tales and The Wrestling Tapes. And make sure you also subscribe to the Pop 4D feed on Facebook.
1: Excellent.
3: And bead. Where can people find you to tell you, uh, go away? No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if people want to find me and tell me not to go away. Uh, <laughs> they can find me at my Twitter page at twitter.com slash beadjamine or my Letterboxd account at letterboxd.com slash beadjamine. And, of course, you can find all my work over at, supermarcy. so at supermarcy.com with all my reviews and columns.
3: Yes, and specifically uh, keep an eye out uh, for all of bead's myth uh, reviews and all the movies he's checking out at the uh, is it like the 70th Melbourne International Film Festival.
2: Oh shit! One of the nuns was Francis McDormand!
3: Oh it is too Wow Holy oh, shit. Oh and there Ted you go, Raimi I see Ted Ra- Yeah.
2: Yes, there you go. One time you see Ted Raimi and it's his name in He the was thread. an
3: apprentice editor also.
2: Yeah.
4: So it's his fault. Uh, exactly. Before
3: that, so is it the uh, 70th Melbourne International Film Festival you're currently uh, attending? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. I'll be writing all my... So people can go to my Twitter page and Letterboxd to see all my first reactions to all my reviews, like all the films I'm watching, mm. but I'll also be doing... Uh, audio reviews of all the films I'll be seeing at the Film Festival for the website as well.
3: Excellent. And uh, if all goes according to plan, uh, on an upcoming episode of After Dark with Super Marcy, an adult-only podcast, the Web Tales boys will be joining me. Ooh. Yes. That means you, Batch.
4: (laughs) I know. That's why I go, ooh.
3: Yeah. Okay, we're at the end, so where's this scene? Let's see. Oh, here we go. There we go. Uruguay. Oh shit, she really went to Uruguay thinking You're a
0: guy. She really
3: <laughs> thought that was the savage land. She wanted to find Craven. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear bead in my head. All right, hello
0: everyone. It's Louise Lapps for the very last time on this No, episode. the episodes the episode's over, Louise. We're, We're done. But, but um... I can't, but I wanted to talk about how it got inside that box cuz that is my giant box. Kraven loves my giant boxer, that's why I was sending it to him to the Savage Lands.
4: That is slander!
0: (laughs) Anyways, though, I finished Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Wonderful, wonderful movie. Mm. I mean, it obviously does look like they just released the work print cut, but that's beside the point. Anyways, should have won all the Oscars. And all that stuff. So, anyways, I'm glad all of everyone watched Crime Wave. They love my performance, especially my performance, because it's the best performance out of the whole film. So, anyways, I'll see you all next week. Goodbye.
3: Great. We have to see you next week.
5: <laughs> and it is your pick next week's, next week, week's my pick. Indeed.
3: I'm not going to reveal what it is, but, uh, you know, just in case 2B takes it off, but hopefully they don't. Um... But yes, coming up next week will be my pick. And all I'm going to say is it will be very much like as if I'm picking a movie for After Dark with Super Marcy, an adult podcast. So there you go. Ooh. It I'm excited. might be a little like bit booby fair. But uh, Ooh, right. hey, down. until then, um, what happens on the 2B Tuesdays podcast stays on the 2B Tuesdays podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't, Marcy. We know no, it, it really slouch. doesn't. <laughs> But uh, we'll see you all next week. I mean sorry, I've got I've parked up the uh, the closing. You did. Uh, see you did. see you next Tuesday, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you next cunt. Tuesday <laughs> Cunt check <laughs> See you next Tuesday, check.
3: See you <laughs> next Tuesday at the cunt check. Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: Bye.
0: <laughs> and when two vicious madmen took the woman he loved. He turned from a meek security guard. You're under citizens arrest, fella! To the crusher of a crime wave! <laughs> and now he's an army of one! Eat guardrail, Fatzo! The crime of a century! The
4: romance of a decade! The comedy of the year! The adventure of the minute, the surprise of the sickle, the movie of the millennium, and the time of your life, Crime Wave. Because, after all, what else is there to do on a Saturday night?
5: Some night, huh? It couldn't possibly have been worse. <gasps>
3: Surfshark VPN provides a lot of extra added layers of security as well as ad blocker and a kill switch if your information is ever compromised. The other added bonus of having a fantastic VPN with Surfshark is if a movie we're watching on the 2B Tuesdays podcast is not available in your country you can switch on that VPN go to the country that it is in and watch the movie. Surfshark VPN also allows you to do this on other streaming platforms where if you're missing some content in that library you can turn this on and have a look at what else is on offer surfshark vpn is one of the most reliable and cheapest of the vpns out there with up to 81 percent off offer when you subscribe for 24 months please use the link surfshark.deals slash super network to take advantage of this amazing deal Thank you, Surf Shark. Surfy shark do doo, doo 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 doo. Surfy shark do doo 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 doo. Now back to the To Be Tuesdays podcast. <laughs>